Hello and welcome to the update, an academic Senate recap from the BSS perspective, brought to you by your representatives and host, Alexis Aguilar and Carrie Ryer. Welcome to the 22nd episode of our podcast, bringing you the update on Academic Senate. For this episode's trivia question, we have how many boards exist for ASFC, Associated Students of Foothill College, the student organization. The way the ASFC works, they have boards similar to committees or working groups for the ASFC. So again, the question is, how many of those boards does the ASFC have? Some shared governance updates. Well, there weren't any, (laughs) (laughs) but the College Council did hold its first meeting on Friday the 29th, and the next meeting is on Friday the 5th. Please come and join the conversation regarding inclusivity and re-envisioning shared governance at Foothill College. The meetings are on Fridays at 11. Yeah, please join. You know, that's important to, so that we can restart or redo our yep. uh, governance in a way that really works. I want to remind you that this was a special meeting where for the first half an hour we met as the Foothill Academic Senate. For the rest of the time, we met with the De Anza Academic Senate. During our meeting, we had one topic, a debriefing on the departure of President Nguyen. On the second part of the meeting, we talked about the State Academic Senate 2021 Resolution Packet. During our meeting, Senate leadership expressed a positive experience interacting with our new acting president, Bernadine, and a desire to mend the relationship with administration. The Senate began to discuss how we can be more inclusive and consult a broader audience when making decisions, in particular, our students. For the second portion of the meeting in collaboration with Deanza, we spoke about the statewide academic Senate resolution packet. The ASCCC, the Academic Senate of California Community Colleges, Catherine is our delegate from Foothill, And Cheryl will be the delegate from De Anza. Mary is going to be serving as the delegate for the district. So the three of them will be voting on these resolutions uh, during the fall plenary, which is taking place on November 4th through 6th, with voting being conducted on the 6th. So the resolutions become statewide academic Senate positions and can often influence policy and practice that shapes the future of California community college education. So they're pretty important. Um, We broke up into smaller groups to sort of tackle the resolutions packet. The smaller group that I was in, we spent a lot of time talking about section seven, which included two different resolutions, one on ZTC, which is zero textbook costs, and another one on high flex. So the ZTC largely looked to clarify the definition of ZTC as opposed to OER. We spent most of our time talking about the resolution regarding high flex. There was much debate about whether the whereas clauses were unsubstantiated or not. So some of the whereas clauses in that resolution make the claim that high flex actually works really well. Actually, there hasn't been a lot of scholarship conducted yet on the effectiveness of high flex. Creating a resolution that's based upon a claim that's not substantiated in research is quite problematic. 
So our group talked about section 3.05, which again talks about zero textbook cost courses. There is an amendment proposed. The original wording of the resolved is that courses that have been designated as low cost can request that the resources be absorbed by the college, district, or the state. The amendment is that any course should be able to request that the resources be zero cost. We wondered, when does that ever happen? When does a course have its cost absorbed by the college district or the state? Someone in our group mentioned, well, we have the Promise Program, we have vouchers, but that benefits some students, not all students taking that course. Our question was, how does a course request or how does it achieve a zero cost by having those costs absorbed by the college district or state? I think there's something really interesting going on here with the difference between zero textbook costs and OERs, open educational resources. One could have a course that has zero textbook costs that perhaps doesn't adopt an OER. So finding some clarification on what all those different potential intricacies are regarding the cost of textbooks hopefully will, will really help us help as many students as we can afford their textbooks. That's a very good point, Carrie. I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. A zero textbook cost does not mean OER, right? mm -hmm. because as this resolution says, it would just mean that somebody else is paying for the textbook or resources so they could be publisher material. We spent just a few minutes that we had left discussing Administrative Policy 4130 regarding hiring procedures for faculty. And there are three potential changes. The first one is having students on hiring search committees. It would change the language to members of the search committee may include full-time and part-time faculty, classified staff, students, and or administrators. There's much discussion about that May. Should it be a May or should it be affirmative? Right. Who would make that decision whether students mm -hmm. are going to be part of the search committee or not? And if it's required, what would potentially happen if a student had to step off a committee or if we struggled to find a student to serve on the committee? There's also a section of it that would guarantee first round interviews for part-timers that are currently teaching in the district. It would say, when the applicant pool contains part-time faculty employees who meet minimum qualifications and have reemployment preference in the division at the college hiring the position, at least two of these applicants shall be included in candidate selection for an interview. And so there was much debate then about the at least two, because the way it's written, when the applicant pool contains part-time faculty employees who are qualified, well, what if there's only one that's qualified, right? Where are you going to get that second one from? You know, I, I was in a search committee where there was a part-time person whom I thought should be giving interview, but they were not giving interview. If we feel that the instructor is good enough to teach our students, I mean, they're already being hired. Why couldn't they be good enough to at least get a chance at first interview? I can tell you by first-hand experience that that is not necessarily happening at Foothill. 
Yeah, and it does happen at several other institutions. This isn't something that is totally radical or super progressive. Most of the other colleges that I know of do this. They automatically guarantee a first round interview to any part-timer who qualifies. And then finally, it would also change the responsibilities and required training. So currently the EO rep is responsible for going through the training as well as contacting HR if there are any procedural violations. This edit would change that to all committee members involved in faculty hiring must have received hiring process, complete training within the previous two years on equal opportunity diversity and the the employment process. And it also would require that it is the responsibility of all members of the committee to contact HR if there's any procedural violation. So some announcements, we have some ongoing vacancies. We still need program review readers. We have at least four that are internal BSS readers. So please, please, please consider being an internal reader for BSS. We have one vacancy on the District Education Technology Advisory Committee. We have three vacancies on the College Council still. One vacancy on the Website Redesign Steering Committee and one vacancy on the Professional Development Committee. I'm sorry, what does the College Council do? The College Council is a single committee that does the work of shared governance for Foothill while we redesign the governance structure. Oh, we have three vacancies on that one. And that sounds like Yes, a we still need one. to make those appointments. Please, please, please consider serving on the college council. We just have one last vacancy on the professional development committee as well. So lots of opportunities to further develop your skills, hang out with colleagues and bring to life the change that you want to see on campus. All right. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Yep. BSS, we need your input on the following. The AP4130 full-time hiring process that we talked about. What are your thoughts on the changes? And what actions would you like to see the Academic Senate take to improve our relationship with students, staff, and administration? So moving forward, how can we do better in involving everyone in what we do? The answer to our trivia question. There are six boards in ASFC. There's the President's Board, Activities Board, Administration Board, Finance Board, Interclub Council, and the Senate Board. We encourage you to become familiar with ASFC governance and encourage your students to get involved as well. Do you know someone that's good with numbers who might be great on the Finance Board? How about a student that's fantastic with event planning that would be great on the Activities Board? These are valuable opportunities for students to get engaged, continue to develop their skills, and be the positive change that they want to see at Foothill. Also, I want to remind you that we do have our Box Pop app. The link is posted in our Senate Matters question board where you can leave a quick voice recording that we may include in our podcast. Please let us know what your thoughts are, again, by taking our polls via email or on the VSS Canvas shell through our discussion forum, Senate Matters, because we discuss matters of the Senate. And what we discussed matters. matters. <laughs> of course it matters. Matters a Ooh. lot. <laughs> yep. 
as, as we've seen uh, <laughs> in recent events. Yep. Uh, we will meet next on 11.8 from 2 to 4 p.m. If you would like to attend any or all of the meetings, you will find the Zoom link on the Academic Senate's Foothill page at foothill.edu slash Senate, representing you in solidarity. I'm Carrie. And I'm Alexis. Have a great day. Mm -hmm. Yay. Okay. <laughs>